Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus so one of the players that you have probably seen tweeted about, talked about up to this point in training camp is wide receiver Khalil Shakir. Now, I want to make that clear again. Khalil Shakir. I think I said his name wrong even when I went to break. That's okay, because I've been saying it wrong for weeks. But basically, it was told to me is, hey, this is how you pronounce it. So keep that in mind, because guess what? I am going to make this mistake again. I apologize, but he's a very well-spoken and serious young man who is taking his craft very seriously, and you can kind of tell on the field because he has had opportunities with Jamison Crowder and Jake Kumaro both sidelined for portions of camp. He has been the guy that's gotten those extra reps, and he's made plays. Khalil Shakir. I got it. Khalil Shakir. Everybody say it with me. Khalil Shakir. Marquez Stevenson. We got a few of those on the Buffalo Bills. You know what? When we did the interview, Matt, I think I called him Khalil. I think he was mad at me. He is way too nice of a person to correct anybody. So that's why I don't even think we knew. I don't think he wanted to correct anybody, but I think somebody asked and was like, how do you pronounce your name? Just so I'm sure. And he was like, Khalil Shakir. So now we know. All right, everybody, welcome back to another interview, and we are joined today by Khalil Shakir. Khalil, thank you for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, Khalil, so just wa- saw you walk over here. You, you said you have Isaiah McKenzie's helmet. Now, gone are the days of rookie hazing and things like that, but you gotta, you got to take care of the vets, right? Yeah, I wouldn't call it hazing. Um, you got to do your rookie duties. Right. Um, he didn't even tell me to take it. I, <laughs> you are. Yeah, he was going to sign autographs, put his helmet on the ground, and I knew he was going to be doing that for a while, so I didn't want the helmet on the ground forever. So I told him I'll take it, yeah. But even if he would have told me to take it, I would have took it. You know, got to pay your dues. That's right. So how is camp been? You go from one dorm to another dorm, basically. You really don't get any time to just kind of like settle down and enjoy life as an NFL player. Yeah, I mean, this is the job we signed up for, right, to come here and play football. So uh, you put put it that way. Um, really, everything else on the outside, outside doesn't really matter. It's time to lock in. Season's right around the corner. Um, and I'm just doing everything that I can to, you know, create opportunities for myself. When you go out there and you see, okay, wow, there's Stefan Diggs that I've kind of grown up watching, and Gabriel Davis, what he did in the playoff game last year, Jamison Crowder in your room. Like, what's that like for a young guy coming in to see all of that? It's like, you know, when I got drafted, um, it was hard to believe, you know. Uh, 
just that I was going to be walking into a room with all those guys you just mentioned. I mean, every single one of those guys. And then when you walk into the room and you actually see them, you know, it's not on TV. When you watch them on TV, you actually see them in person. It's pretty mind-blowing at first. It takes a while to get used to, definitely. And then you're just like, man, like every day, you know, Dig sit right behind me in the meeting. And it's like, it's crazy. But all of them are great guys, you know, welcomed us, um, been helping us with anything and everything that they can. Um, just great dudes. What has Stefan Diggs been like as a leader for you? And what are you trying to take away from his game? Because obviously there's a lot of veterans in that room, but he's Stefan Diggs. Like yeah. everybody knows about Stefan Diggs. Right. I mean, he's a true leader. When you, t- you look up true leader, you know, the, the definition of it, it's him. Um, he's very vocal too. He leads by example, sets the tone every single day. Um, every single time we step out on that field, you know, he doesn't have those sluggish days. He knows that when he gets out there, it's time for him to turn it up, you know, to get us going. And he makes sure that's known every single day. His The way he competes, um, his preparation to get out there and do what he does is just next level. And we had a chance to talk to him, right? I think it was the second day of camp. And we asked him about you because you had made some nice plays. We'll talk more about that in a second. And we were like, okay, give us early impressions. And he was like, he's got talent and I'm going to push him because I know when I push people, I get the most out of them, and I only push people who I think have that talent. So when you kind of hear that from his side of things, does it give you that little extra motivation? It's like, okay, if Steph believes I can do it, then I really do think I can. No, definitely. I mean, today I went out there, and it's like, you know, you're in that camp grind. And, you know, I I told myself, like, I'm having a slow start. i got to pick it up. And guess who even noticed it before I even realized it? Him. You know, he came up to me, and he was just like, you know, basically like, you good? Like, you locked in? And he was like, basically told me, lock in. You know, it's time to go. And... Um, you know, a guy like that looking over, looking after me and making sure that I'm, I'm ready to go, um, it's a blessing. We talked with Ken Dorsey today, and one of the things we talked about was yards after catch. It's something this offense really hasn't had a ton of in the past because Josh throws the ball a lot downfield. They want to incorporate that more, and he made a point to say, you can get yards after catch at all levels, though. That's a big part of your game, going back to Boise State. I mean, you lined up everywhere in the field. They get you the ball. How much can you play a factor in the yards after catch portion of this offense? Yeah, I mean, yards after catch only happen if you, you know, from the start went off the line, create separation and get open, right? Um, so, like I said, every time I get on the field, that's just what I'm trying to do. Our coach put the emphasis on that is creating separation. Without separation, you know, you're just going to make the, the catch harder. So create that separation, um, catch the ball in the rack, and once the ball is on my hands, just do what I do. And preparing the right way mentally and physically to make sure I can go out there and perform at that level versus, you know, thinking. So. Let me ask you about going against Kyrie Elam, rookie on rookie. Whenever you're up against him, what does he bring to the table? He's good. He's really good. Obviously, um, you know, he's first round. He's a guy who comes out there and it's he competes no matter what. You would never be able to tell whether he was first round or not. He's a, he's a competitor. He comes out there. He balls out. Um, he does what he does. He's, he's very quiet. He, he, that's how you know he's locked in. And when he's locked in, it's something serious. So um, he takes everything serious the way off the field, too, getting, getting ready for practice, making sure that he's first one in the training room doing what he does, getting warmed up, locked in with the headphones on. And uh, I've learned to when he got them headphones on, you know what I'm saying, let him do what he do. Um, oh, go I'm sorry to cut you off, but you've caught a lot of passes in your football career. Now you're catching passes here and there from Josh Allen. What is it like to catch a Josh Allen pass compared to maybe some of the other quarterbacks you've played with? Um, it's amazing. I mean, Josh is, you know, the best to do it. In my eyes, he's the best to do it. Um, the way he slings it, the way he um, goes out there and just the preparation for it as well, um, the way his mind works. You know, if I the other day I ran a certain route, and he came up to me right after and was like telling me this is how you're going to run it, you know. So just, you know, that that as well, you know, when I'm out there on the field and I'm, you know, 
as a rookie, I'm like trying to make sure that I watch Isaiah McKenzie and guys like that, the way they run the routes, but it's not always going to be ran exactly how they ran it. And the moment I do that, you know, Josh or one of the other receivers are right on me saying, you know, telling me this is what you want to do and helping me out. Um, so just to learn from him as well is, is crazy and it's a blessing. So what do you do when you leave here? You leave practice, you go back to your dorm room. What's it like living in the dorm? What do you do for entertainment to stay busy? Uh, well, after this, I go cold tub. That's much needed. Okay. Um, then I get a little more treatment, and then we ride into meetings um, or go get something to eat, of course. Yeah. And then we're riding into meetings. Then we got like a 30-minute break, and then ride into more meetings, and then a walkthrough. Then our day's over. Our day's over around 7. So, um, you know, every even though practice is over, it's not, you know, you can't check out mentally um, because, you know, you still have a whole bunch of meetings to go through. Uh, make sure locked in for that as well. Then the walkthrough um, to get ready for the next practice. So it's always, you know, you're constantly getting ready to work for the next day. But I know you're not in bed at 7 o'clock. What are you doing at night? You ain't playing, playing video games, watching TV? What are you doing? Uh, after 7 o'clock, I get more treatment. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I go to the room and study. Study go. the plays. And then, um, then I'm in bed. I'm um, try to go to sleep before 10 every time. But you, it's, your mind is still racing, racing. So i got to calm myself down. Then I go to sleep. What does it mean to you to put on an NFL jersey? And I know it's not the first time because you were at your mini camp and your OTAs and all these different phases, but here with like fans and really as we're kind of starting to ramp up towards the regular season, have you had a chance to reflect on your journey at all and be like, all right, this is the, what I had to do to get here and I'm going to make sure that I make the most of this? Yeah, I mean, it's really, you know, I'm sitting here and it's like, I'm just, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed to have this opportunity. I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to wear a Bills jersey. Um, and the guys that I'm surrounded with are all great guys. You know, they mean business, but they also know how to have fun. You know, there's that switch that they, they flick when, it's, when we get on the field, but once we get off, it's like everybody's cool, everybody's chill, everybody's welcoming. Um, it's just a blessing. I've been dreaming about this since I started playing ball at seven years old, and to finally be here, it's crazy. And I, I still can't even really find the exact words to – you know, really express how I feel, but I'm just excited and, and just ready to work. I think when we talked to you in OTAs, I think uh, you mentioned that your either dad or mom is or was in the military, correct? My dad was. That's yeah. right. And um, I know that you know they're obviously big supporters of you. What do you? How do? You, what's the communication with them like on a daily basis? They call you. They say how practice has gone. What's that been like for you? Yeah, my mom would text me every day, just ask how the day was, um, see how I'm doing. Very quick, but by both of them, very very quick, just. Hey, how you doing? Hope your day's going great. Love you. You know, yeah, and uh, you they know that I got to get to meetings after this and take care of my body, do treatment. Um, my dad, I'll call every other day and we'll be on the phone for 30, 40 minutes at the end of the day. And we'll just chop it up, tell him how I'm feeling. And he knows, you know, when I'm not really telling him everything, you know, like if I felt he if I was sluggish at practice today, he going to know, you know what I'm saying? Like just by the tone in my voice. Um, so just talking to him, you know, he's he's always going to keep it straight with me and uh, make sure that, you know, I'm just staying 10 toes, ready to go. Where do they live now? Uh, my dad lives in Tampa, Florida. My mom lives in uh, California, Marietta. Okay. And how's the wedding planning going? Are you oh, staying out of the way? Are you staying, just uh, letting her do everything? No, nah, my fiance's awesome as well. I actually <laughs> haven't heard wedding since camp started, which is crazy. Sorry which to is bring really, up some scary nah, stuff. <laughs> nah, you're really good. But, uh, nah, I haven't heard wedding talk. She knows I'm locked in as well. Um, she went home. She actually gets back today. Um, but she had went home to Northern California, where she's from, so that might be why I haven't heard about wedding because she's probably talking about it with her mom and everything. Yeah. Um, but she also understands I'm here, locked in, trying to get going for practice. She never wants to, you know, bring up too much and get my mind going about things. So she, she's awesome. All right, man. Unless you got anything more, Matt? No, just thanks for joining us. Great talking to you.